We're going to chat with another person right now who was a patient of the Mazankowski, who's a VAD patient. Um, David Sargent is joining us now. David, good morning. Having me. David, um, you know, we've, we've talked to other patients uh, involved with this program and it, it's led to heart transplants and things like that. That's not the situation you're in and it's taken you a long time. Your journey has lasted for a number of years. So just tell us how it started and where you are now. Well, my, um, my journey started about 20 years ago when I was out jogging and I had a little pain in my chest and I went to the family doctor and I ended up at, in Edmonton at the U of A hospital and I was told that I had like other guests this morning that I had dilated cardiomyopathy. Um, what caused it? They don't know. They said, you know, could have been a virus settle in your heart. And by the time your body fought it off, that was the damage that was done. But they really didn't know. But they said, no, don't worry about it. We can treat this with uh, with medication. And so I spent the last 20 years uh, on medication. And then uh, last summer, I went to the U of A to be assessed for a transplant. And I failed that assessment. And uh, so they said, well, here's your options. That you can have a VAD or you can maybe plan for a funeral because you ain't going to live very long. And so I think I chose the VAD and uh, things have worked out not too bad. So what is that like, David, to be told, hey, your heart is deteriorating and and we're going to need some intervention? What is that moment like? Pretty sobering, I would imagine. Well, it was. But one of the things that when I was first diagnosed, my heart function was about 45%. And then my heart function over the last 20 years, even with the medication, had been reduced to about uh, 15, 20, depending on uh, how the echoes were read. So um, that, that's where I was. But um, in behind the scenes for my story, um, they, um, uh, I had some muscle biopsies done, and my family has a history of muscle disease or muscle disorders. So in the background, um, they were doing other research on me, and they uh, took and uh, they couldn't find anything wrong. They couldn't find anything specific about my heart function that was uh, that they could say caused it. So they took a uh, DNA sample and sent it away to be read, and apparently um, mine is genetic. Um, I have a what they call a Titan gene and it's associated with dilated cardiomyopathy. And so um, uh, that's, that, that's a portion of my story. Now, now you're running around with one of these VADs. How's that going for you? Has it dramatically changed the way that you're living life? Well, a little bit. Uh, you pack batteries and, uh, <laughs> you know, you got to put all this electrical equipment in a shower bag. And, but how do you feel? I feel great. I'm like everybody else. I can breathe now. That's huge. When you're laying in a hospital bed and every breath is a struggle and your kidneys are shutting down and your lungs are full of fluid and your liver's not want, not happy uh, because it, there's no blood flow, uh, life, that's a miserable death. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm glad. I'm uh, very fortunate. So, David, would you credit the MAS for, for basically giving you the last 20 years of your life then? Well, the doctors and the med, uh, you interviewed a lady earlier this morning, one of the nurses that said, you know, in the last 20 years, we've come a really long way. And we have. My, oh, my. You know, I just started out taking one little pill in the morning. Um, that over time, because I deteriorated, that kind of grew a little bit. But big picture, yeah, the mass is great. Well, I am so glad to hear that uh, you're doing so much better and... Uh 
appreciate your time this morning, David. Thank you so much. Well, well I'll tell you just a little story, too. The, sure. The boys and the doctors at the Mass, there is no problem that they won't tackle. Because uh, the one day I was in a clinic and talking to the doctors about, you know, the, the discomfort with uh, what I call the extension cord that comes out of your belly, which is they call the drive line. But anyway, it was kind of giving me a little bit of a rough time when I was explaining to the doctor that, you know, this hurts every once in a while. And he said, well, boy, he said... Uh, I think uh, you got to stop dressing like a farmer, get with a little bit better fashion, and get with the defense. What? Put it right back on you. Hey. So, <laughs> David, thanks so much for for everything. <laughs> they got you covered. Good thanks stuff. so much for sharing your story, David. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for allowing me that. I appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.